0: This is the Philadelphia Citycast with Ryan Rostin presented by Bet Rivers. All right, welcome back Philadelphia Citycast presented by Bet Rivers. Sportsbook a blowout again in the NBA playoffs. This time the Boston Celtics go into Miami Game 2 and just beat the brakes off of the Miami Heat, winning that game. I think easily would be an understatement. 127 to 102. Celtics win by 25 points, tie that series up, uh, and now it shifts back to the Garden in Boston for games three and four. We were way off for for our uh, predictions and picks for game two, Boston-Miami. I like Miami. I gave Miami out as a pick. I also like the under, uh, the over hits, and Boston hits. So 0 for 2 in the NBA game last night. We'll see if we can bounce back here for... Uh, Dallas and Golden State Friday night. And we'll also look a little bit at game three for Boston and Miami again. Uh, When we recorded the previous episode, it was live uh, during the Phillies' third and final game against the Padres. And uh, Phillies get shut out again, lose to San Diego 2 0. Uh, They dropped two of three in that series back home against the Padres, where both losses, as we all know by now, but it's just, it's frustrating because both losses, you get shut out and you're coming back home after taking three of four against the Dodgers, who they now are welcoming into Philadelphia. We'll get to that in a second, but certainly don't feel, feel great about that. Um, you know, you, you go out West, you take two of three in Seattle, you go into Dodger Stadium against that team and you put up nine runs, eight runs, twelve runs. You, you have a really good opportunity to sweep them in four games in the fourth and final game, and then you come home for a three-game series against a good team in the Padres, and you can't even score a run in two of the three games, right? Like that's that's what's been frustrating about this Phillies team, you know this year and really in the past 10 years this year's a little bit different now because you have this potential with this offensive firepower but it's been the same for the decade for the past decade i say that because the roller coaster ride you know it's just you can take a million different routes you know you know you can plug in the gps the de- your destination and it gives you you know two or three different routes you can choose from you're getting to the same destination, all right? Whether you want to take the interstate or the back roads, you're getting there. And right now for for this Phillies team, it feels like the same thing. Like it's just different team every year, maybe different expectations, more hope, less hope, doesn't matter. Here they are at 18 and 20. And yes, I know it's early in the season, but is it? You know, we're, we're inching closer to Memorial Day weekend, and that's really my point in the timeline where I say okay summer starts right for me summer starts Memorial Day weekend it ends Labor Day weekend so summer's right around the corner next thing you know we're going to be talking about the trade deadline we're going to be talking about 4th of July we're going to be talking about August you know and and this season comes and goes so yeah there's still a lot of games ahead of them but you know let's let's try and get some things rolling here and I talked about it at the end of April I've been talking about it Probably once or twice a week, over the past two three weeks, uh, right here on the CityCast about the the difficulty in the Phillies' schedule, right? And you know now they have to welcome in this Dodgers team that's looking for revenge. I mean they are going to be pissed off. They just got beaten three out of four games, uh, you know, against you. Now they're coming into your backyard, and they're going to want to deliver a beating. I mean this Dodgers team is going to want to deliver. A beating, uh, hopefully there's good turnouts at Citizens Bank Park. It's a weekend series starting tonight, going to Sunday against you know a prolific team in the Los Angeles Dodgers, one of if not the best team in baseball, um, many people's pick to win the World Series or at least certainly be in the World Series. so big series this is huge now, Harper. I did not see any confirmation on this, but it seems like Harper will return tonight. Uh, I hope he does. Let's look at the odds at Bett Rivers Sportsbook. First pitch scheduled to uh, be thrown at 7.05 p.m. Eastern time. The Phillies on the money line are plus 120. The Dodgers, the road favorite, at minus 139. The run line, Dodgers... Uh, laying the one and a half, priced at plus 116. The Phillies getting one and a half, priced at minus 143. The total set at eight and a half, minus 117 for the over, minus 103 for the under. Starting pitchers for the Phillies, Ranger Suarez for the Dodgers, Julio Urias. uh, Rematch of the game last week where the Phillies were in L.A. Uh, Same two starters went head-to-head. Ranger Suarez got the best of them there. Can he do it again? All right, we'll get into that matchup. Let's look at the public betting splits at the time of recording this here on Friday morning. 65% of the money is going with the Dodgers money line, and 82% of the total tickets wagered also going with the Dodgers on the money line. You look at the total, 72% of the handle going with the over 8.5. 63% of the total tickets wagered also going with the over 8.5. You look at the run line, heavy on the Dodgers, 88% of the money laying the 1.5 with L.A., and 78% of the tickets also laying the 1.5 with the L.A. So sharp money, average Joes, total tickets wager, doesn't matter. It is all heavily tilted towards the L.A. Dodgers, whether it's on the money line or the run line, uh, and also heavily tilted towards the over- so we'll give out you know, a final prediction and couple thoughts uh, for this game on Friday night. In just a few minutes coming up in the episode, we will talk about Dallas and the Warriors. Uh, the Warriors, I mentioned a blowout in Game 2 last night on the east side of things. It was a blowout in Game 1 between Dallas and the Golden State Warriors. Game 2 now, uh, Friday night. Warriors are a six point favorite. You look at the money line, Mavericks on the road as a dog, two to one, plus 200. Golden State minus 245, with the total set at 214. This one scheduled to tip off at 9 p.m. Golden State with the 1 0 series lead. Let's look at the public betting splits for game two in the NBA 94% of the money on Golden State money line, 80% of the tickets also on Golden State money line. You look at the total at 214, 72% of the money going with the under and then 70% of the tickets going with the over. So that typically tells us sharp actions on the under and the uh, betting public is on the over. You look at the spread, 85% of the money laying the six with Golden State and 63% of the tickets also laying six with Golden State. So we'll dissect this game a little bit more. Coming up as well, I'll give you my best bets and final thoughts for the Phillies, Dodgers, for Golden State, and Dallas. Uh, we'll also get into some other, you know, key storylines and what's being discussed throughout the Delaware Valley. So that's all coming up next here on the Philadelphia City Cast, presented by River Sportsbook. I'm your host, Ryan Rothstein. Happy Friday, y'all! What are you guys drinking? All right, what's the happy hour go-to drink today? Beautiful weather here throughout Philadelphia over the past few days. It's going to be a gorgeous Saturday, so looking forward to that. Uh, All right, coming up here, let's get into Phillies-Dodgers. Can the Phillies bounce back from dropping two of three to the Padres? All right, so let's get into this Phillies-Dodgers matchup Friday night. And, you know, I talked about how frustrating it's been Regarding the Phillies, just because it's just been up and down, up and down. They give you hope. They get you excited. And, uh, you know, the consistency just hasn't been there. And, you know, lately, even with the series loss, dropping two of three to the Padres, I get it. No Bryce Harper. Anytime you take an MVP out of your lineup, it's going to impact you. But the Phillies went and got Schwarber. They went and got Castellanos for a reason. Right? like They should be able to uh, keep the ship afloat for three games. Hey, I'm not blaming those two guys, but my point is, I don't know how valid of an excuse not having Harper you know, legitimately is right now. Long term, sure, absolutely. And even short term, I know there's an impact, but I can't use that as a legitimate blame uh, slash excuse for what we just saw with the Phillies against the Padres. Phillies... They went into the game on Thursday, ranked fourth in the National League in runs per game. They averaged just under five at four point seven three. The inconsistency is the problem. And in 38 games this year, they've been shut out five times. They've been held to one run five times. It's it's frustrating. I, I can't I can't use that word enough. And now they're already seven games back in the NL East behind the New York Mets. And hopefully. Harper's back in the lineup tonight. On the season, the Phillies are 1-3 and when Bryce Harper is not in the lineup. You talk about inconsistency and frustrations with the offense. Let's look at Schwarber. And he's 2 for his last 18 at-bats with 8 strikeouts. And then he has 9 homers. He has 21 ribbies. But then his batting average is 189. 153 at home, 11 for 72. He's 22 for 134 uh, in 36 career games now at Citizens Bank Park. How about Castellanos? Five for 34 in his last eight games, only one extra base hit. Not great. Not great. So, can we see a little bit more of the positive sides that we've seen from the Phillies? In this series this weekend against the Dodgers, and can they start it off on the right foot tonight, Friday night? The Phillies they absolutely crushed Urias last week uh, when they faced him in LA against the Dodgers, uh, and it was the same pitching matchup. Like I mentioned, Ranger Suarez got the win. Phillies won eight to three. You know Suarez was good in that game. He wasn't anything you know spectacular. He wasn't extremely dominant. Uh, He did give up a handful of runs. He did give up a home run. Urias gave up four home runs to the Phils, five earned runs, and eight hits in total while he was on the mound. So this game is going to be won or lost early for the Phillies. If they can avoid allowing the Dodgers to jump on them right out the gate, then they have a fighter's chance, a puncher's chance. I, I'm not picking the Phillies to win this game. Um, I, I, It's just tough for me to do right now, but I will say this. Uh, I like the over. Uh, the over eight and a half is my best play right now. We'll, we'll hopefully get good news at some point in the afternoon, confirming Bryce Harper back in the lineup. Um, you now, Phillies at plus 120 or even plus one and a half on the run line. It's not a terrible price at minus 143 i don't love it don't hate it um so you can kind of see me talking this out with you not confident enough to say yeah take the phillies at plus 120 or even take the phillies at plus one and a half my my favorite play personally is taking the over eight and a half for this friday night matchup so i hope the hopefully the Phillies uh can bounce back here tonight and over the weekend In what should be an entertaining series against the Dodgers now coming in to Philadelphia. I'd love to get to one of these games this weekend. Maybe I'll uh, try and see if I can grab some tickets in the next day or two. All right, let's transition to the hardwood and talk about the Western Conference Finals because we have game two between the Mavericks and the Warriors Friday night tipping off at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, I gave you the public betting splits to start things off here on this episode. uh, We will break the matchup down a little bit more and just like that right i just refreshed my my bet rivers wagering menu here to start the episode i said it was at six well right now as i refreshed it it's at six and a half golden state now moved to six and a half and at the time of you listening to this it could be back to six it could be at six and a half uh we all know how volatile the the market is and how often things change here uh throughout the days and nights leading up to Leading up to the action. So I want to look at the updates in the futures market here for a second. And at Bett Rivers, the NBA championship odds right now, your your Golden State Warriors are the odds-on favorite at plus 100. The Boston Celtics at plus 190. Uh, the Miami Heat at 5-1. to And the Dallas Mavericks at 10-1. to You look at the series updated odds. And let's go to the east for a second. boston minus two thirty five the clear favorite in this series with that series tied one one, miami plus one eighty seven to win Dallas, Golden State, Dallas, the clear dog at plus three forty, golden State minus four fifty five I, I I like Dallas right now at plus three forty right and And you would take that bet with the assumption that they get a win tonight, right? Like you're essentially taking the Mavericks to win this series right now at plus 340 prior to game two, banking on the the Mavericks tying things up at 1-1, then they head back to Dallas, right? I, I This is a tall task for the Dallas Mavericks. I understand that. But uh, I was listening to Jason Terry, a.k.a. the Jet, <laughs> former Dallas Maverick on those championship uh, Mavericks teams. Loved the Jet, by the way. You either loved him or hated him. But, you know, he, he was talking about this Dallas Mavericks team this year, and, you know, I, I agreed with him. You know, he was saying, like, listen, they're, they're a young team. They don't really see the bright lights, and they're playing with house money. No one predicted them to be there. No one picked this Mavericks team to be here right now. Obviously, Golden State has all these championship banners. They have the veteran experience. They have Hall of Famers on the floor. They have the Hall of Famer on the sideline and Steve Carr. You know, their fourth best player is Andrew Wiggins, who was an all-star this year, right? So, like, all the eyes and attention and picks and are, are all on Golden State. And I know that you may say, well, how is this helping your argument for picking Dallas, Ryan? I I, I think it helps. Maybe I'm rationalizing it, but Luka Doncic is the best player on the floor most of the time, and Dallas won their previous series because they hit a ton of shots, all right? They are deep. They have guys that know and understand their role. They know they're going to go into each and every game and shoot a ton of threes. They know they're going to run Luka isos and pick and rolls. Right so Luka has to be a little bit better in game 2. The role players and shooters around him obviously have to make some more shots. Tighten things up a little bit defensively, get back to their style of play and their efficiency and effectiveness from the previous round. And and I'm I'm pretty confident that Dallas can make this a series. And if they can make this a series, then the longer it goes, the more they hang around the more of a chance they can they can steal this thing. So I like the Mavericks at you know almost plus 350, four to one value right now to win this series. Uh, and it would all come down to this game tonight, right? They have to figure out a way to get back on the plane, going back to Dallas, split, not down 0-2, because that's a little bit too big of a hole to climb out of, uh, knowing that game three is obviously a must win and game four would essentially be a must win, even if they get the series to 2-1. You cannot drop this game tonight. All right, so with all of that in mind, you can maybe guess where I'm going for a game two prediction. Now at six and a half, I like the Mavericks with the points. And, you know, even if you're listening to this and it's bounced back down to six, I still like the Mavericks with the points here. I know they got the doors blown off them in game one. Uh, I, I expect them to bounce back, and I expect this game to be competitive. And I think they have a legitimate chance to win this game outright. So... If you have that mindset, if you're similar to my thinking here, why not take Dallas plus six? I'm staying away from the total. I'd probably lean over if you wanted me to give out a pick, but I'm not betting the total. Uh, I'm going to take Dallas pre-flop, if you will, plus six and a half in hopes that uh, you know they can be competitive and maybe even have a chance to tie this series up going back to Dallas for games three and four. All right, Philadelphia CityCast presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. I've been your host, Ryan Rothstein. We still have more to get into. I'm not saying goodbye. Uh, we will give some updates on the PGA Championship. I did want to get into that, uh, so that's still to come. Also, I want to uh, talk about a rumor, a trade rumor already regarding the 76ers and a key young player. We'll get to that report as well before we peace out of here. Tiger, the Tiger Watch, of course. For the pga championship uh tiger has been not has been but after his round one 74 he was complaining about leg pain and that his leg was hurting him and i mean rightfully so my goodness it's just amazing that he's even playing in a major right now after that car accident Uh, he shot a plus six on his final 13 holes he finished with a plus four in his opening round rory mcelroy is the leader Heading into day two with a minus five. Uh, he tees off at 2.36 p.m. Eastern time. Will Zalatoris, the young kid, minus four. Uh, he te- he tees off at 2.25. You have other notables. Justin Thomas, a minus four. Uh, he's actually live at the time of recording this. He's through 12 holes, I believe. Uh, you have... You know, you have, it's going to be interesting. You have guys like Paul Reed, a minus one, Tony Finau, a minus one. um, You know, you have others like Webb Simpson, who is even, Fleetwood even. Uh, and you look at Bet Rivers, they have a lot of offerings here uh, for bets you can make for just round two. Uh, a lot of head-to-head bets that are all going to be available, like uh, Rory McIlroy versus Jordan Spieth. Rory's minus 118, Spieth's minus 106. You have Tiger Woods versus Jordan Spieth, Tiger Woods plus 155, Jordan Spieth minus 200, Rory McIlroy versus Tiger, Tiger plus 240, Rory minus 335. So you can go to Bet Rivers, check out their full uh, wagering menu and all their offerings as it relates to the PGA Championship. So I did want to address this trade rumor now that's gaining some traction online on. Uh, good old NBA Twitter regarding the Chicago Bulls. And there has been rumors. I'm not talking about Zach Levine uh, specifically because there is some rumors now that maybe he goes out to L.A. to play for the Lakers. We shall see. Uh, But there is a report as it relates to our 76ers and one Matisse Theibel. And it has been reported that the Chicago Bulls uh, are you know, keying in on Matisse Thibel. Bulls GM Mark Eversley has, this is a quote, has had a fondness for Thibel going back to early in his college career at Washington and was instrumental in pushing the Sixers to acquire him in the 2019 draft. That's from Sean DeVinny of heavy.com. Thibault set to make 4.38 million this upcoming year 22-23 season uh before becoming a restricted free agent in 2023-2024. We all know what Thibault brings to the table. He's an elite defender, all NBA defensive team, great kid, famous on TikTok sort of. But I started to call him Ben Simmons Jr in that second round series against Miami he he was he was a full blown liability right if if you can't provide anything on offense and it's one thing if you're inconsistent shooting the ball right and and that's that's basketball right but like even if you're more inconsistent then consistent. Like Danny Green, I think, has been underwhelming overall in his tenure in Philadelphia, but he played great in those two games at home, games three and four in the second round against Miami. He's a veteran. He's an NBA champion. Defenses still have to respect his ability to knock down the shot, which provides spacing in your half-court sets offensively. Defenses do not respect Matisse Seibel. So once the game slows down and you get into your half-court sets offensively, it clogs things up when Theibel's on the floor. And he was struggling even in transition and making open layups and finishing at the rim. He couldn't even come close to hitting anything from beyond the arc. His three-point field goal percentage was way worse this year than it was even in year one as a rookie. So the Sixers, I I would be shocked if they do not move on from Theibel. The question becomes, well, maybe will he be thrown in in a bigger type of deal? i.e. Tobias Harris, maybe you get a third team involved. Maybe you send Tobias Harris and Thibel to Chicago. Get a third team in the mix, i.e. Sacramento Kings, right? Then maybe Daryl Morey has something, and he's able to bring in a legitimate name to put alongside James Harden and Joel Embiid, right? So that's going to be you know, one of a, a bunch of stories we're going to keep an eye on. Uh, throughout the 76ers offseason, there's been plenty of stories already and rumors. Well, can maybe the Sixers try and include Maxi in a deal for Bradley Beal, right? Not just Matisse Theibel. Uh, and I know everyone out there looks at Tyrese Maxi and say he's untouchable. And man, it, it's hard to disagree with that. The kids, he seems like Maxi is going to be, he's a star in the making, You know, 21 years old, he already took massive strides and a huge leap from last year to this past season. Can he take another big leap going into next year, this offseason? I wouldn't bet against the kid. But if the Sixers do decide to keep Harden, you do have Joel Embiid, right? That good old window of opportunity ain't going to get any wider. It's a tough decision that Daryl Morey's going to have to make. Do you mortgage the future? Do you give up a young asset, potential star, all star? I won't say superstar in Tyrese Maxey. For a guy like Bradley Beal, would you do it out there? Something to think about. All right, Philadelphia City Cast presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Happy Friday, everyone. Go enjoy Happy Hour. Go enjoy the weather. It's going to be a beautiful weekend. Maybe try and get over to Citizens Bank Park. Take in a Phillies game against the Dodgers. It's going to be a great series. Kicks off tonight. Hopefully the Phillies and Ranger Suarez can help get this team on the right track again and get a win in the opening game of the three-game home uh, home series against L.A. Game two, Mavericks-Warriors tonight. We have game three tomorrow between Boston and Miami. PGA Championship. Ton happening in the sports betting world. Enjoy it all. Best of luck on all of your bets and we'll catch you on the next episode right here on the Philadelphia City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Peace. Baseball is here, and Bet Rivers has a special offer for you every Saturday throughout the entire baseball season. Place a three leg, same game parlay of at least $25, and you will earn a $10 free bet. With same game parlays, you can combine player props and game bets to make your perfect combo. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Claim your offer on the BetRivers app or go to BetRivers.com. Presented by BetRivers Casino Pittsburgh Must Be 21 gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER.